everyone, and welcome to Monty and Mickey, the Geek Pop Culture Podcast. Uh, keeping with the Christmas spirit, uh, we are going to be discussing another couple of uh, Christmas movies today. And uh, today we're gonna we're gonna take a, a, a darker turn. The on, darkness on uh, Christmas Christmas movies, and we're gonna be talking about two Christmas movies that involve Krampus, or the main you know point of the movie is Krampus uh, character or whatever. Um, I looked up because because Krampus is obviously, I think more so in recent years. Mickey, would you agree that it's kind of been brought to the forefront of pop culture? Um, you know, obviously other countries have had it always as part of their, you know, heritage and, and, you know, uh, different legends and that kind of thing. But is it something recently, or is this something that you feel like has been around for a while? Well, no, I think you're right. I, I, I don't know why, because it, it actually originated in Germany and the name derives from the word cramping, meaning claw. And I mean, we might as well just say it right now since we're talking about it. Krampus is thought to have been part of a pagan ritual. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, which all started in Germany. Legend says that he Krampus is the son of Hell, H E L, the Norse god of, of the underworld, and he's said to show up the just before Saint Nick's Day, punishing naughty children in the shadow of Saint, and he's known as the shadow of Saint Nicholas. So, like you said, though, I don't understand why it wouldn't have come out a long time ago, but maybe we're just getting better about seeing the darker side of things, and people aren't so. St- when it comes to that, so sensitive or something. I, I don't know why we hadn't seen this topic come out in movies more long time ago, you know? That's weird. Yeah, yeah and I, like I said, I don't know if it's something that's just, you know, kind of, uh, there was a certain amount of, you know, attention that it got, and then all of a sudden now we got the movies and whatever, but, and maybe I'm wrong, somebody definitely email us, Mickey at gmail.com. Let us know if you've seen it before, or if this has always been a part of Anybody who's, you know, got a very strong, um, close German heritage bond or, you know, that their grandma or mom had come straight from Germany. I'd or like just to hear, knowledge, or yeah, or, pagan, pagan or just knowledge or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Of pagan rituals, I mean. Yeah. I would, I would like to, you know, to, to hear what you have to say about Krampus, because like I said, it, it's something that's been around for a long time. But maybe just more more so recently, I would say in the last, I don't know, 15, 20 years, it seems like we've been, you know, it's something that, that's come up in, in like, United States culture, so to speak. Well, so, when, I was, when I was trying to find these movies to, on streaming just so I could watch them, they're, both of these movies happen to be from 2015. But I, first of all, I noticed there's a lot more uh, dark Christmas movies than I thought there was. I never, yeah. To your point, most of them have come out in the last even 10 years, it seems yeah. like. Most right. that I came across. So the, the ideas of the dark side of Christmas, just it hadn't been explored much before the last decade or so, you know? Well, and it and it's also, I mean, it's something that, you know, we, we've seen just in general, um, the rise in popularity of true crime. Right, um, exactly. You know, that kind of Serial thing. Serial killers, all that stuff. So we had, I, th- I think we had mentioned in the last episode on Spirited, go watch, go listen to that one if you hadn't. Um, but we talked about how we were planning on doing Violent Night and that kind of what spawned this, this kind of turn. Um, if you can't tell from the audio and the way things are going, Mickey and I are doing this remotely because unfortunately I lost the lottery and got COVID and my whole family's been uh, quarantined for the last week. So Last Speaking weekend, of the dark side of Christmas, COVID kills its ugly head. Again. Again. Krampus COVID too. Um, so we were going to go to the movie theater and it was like, I think it was last Sunday we were yeah. going to go. And, yep. and as I'm recording this last Sunday and, and we tested positive And so we were like, oh, I'm, I'm not going to go. And I tried to find it streaming. We couldn't find it. So we ended up kind of settling on this. And, and obviously, I, I'd like to see Violent Night. I'd like to, you know, yeah. that, that looks like a good movie. But I think this is a good topic just because it is something that's different. I mean, we've talked about Christmas. Go back in our catalog and, and listen because we've talked about 
you know, Christmas holiday classics, Christmas cartoons. We've talked about um, uh, uh, a uh, uh, Christmas Carol. We've we've covered a couple different Christmas type episodes, and and this is the first time we've really dove into or like kind of explored the like horror Christmas dark side, which is is really a sub genre of horror movies. I mean, right, and, and and to the point where, I mean, I think it was either. It might be the 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 big one, the burial chamber by us, or it might be the one up in Green Bay. But they they've done a Christmas themed haunted house, like a Krampus Christmas themed haunted house sure. during the Christmas season. And so I think that there's there's something to this, and and obviously you you you've got this like this blending that um, Tim Burton did with a Nightmare Before Christmas of Halloween and Christmas. And I think that this is kind of that it, it's, it, it fits better than what you would think initially. And if you remember, and I, I don't know if I mentioned it, it might've been something I learned after the fact, but during that episode, we talked about how, what Tim, we might've talked about Tim Burton or, you know, the, the directors and everybody who was involved in that movie, they kind of saw like, the Christmas stuff going up so early in the year right next to the Halloween stuff and like how he kind of was like playing with that idea of like them melding together combining them yeah right and and it and it is 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 that I think a very interesting dynamic just because you have such a joyful you know uh you know the birth of Christ and presents and Santa Claus and all these things that represent Christmas. And then you have like this figure that represents death and suffering and torture. And yeah. So anyways, we're going to get into that a little bit more um, a little bit, but I just want to, I also, I've always kind of been fascinated by the whole pagan. um, uh, What do you call it? Religion, I guess, Um, because it's got, it's been around for a long time. And a lot of our, no matter what religion you are or what belief system you have, a lot of things have come from things that they originated. Mm -hmm. Uh, They might have be variations of it or whatever, but that's why paganism has always kind of been fascinating because it's been around so long and it's been such an influence. So I I also think it's discovered exploring the whole Krampus idea because of that. I I mean, I I've heard about it and all that, but I didn't even know as much as I just talked about as far as describing the idea of Krampus. So, it's just kind of cool to delve into that little bit because the, the concept has been around for so long. Right. And I, and I, you, you start to dig into that history and you realize you're absolutely right. A lot of the Christian traditions, um, the reason that we do it during the winter solstice, the reason that, you know, there's certain things that kind of line up with those pagan traditions. Right. And at first glance, you like anybody who's, you know, a staunch anti christian they would they would point at this and say oh my gosh you know your 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 holidays are fraud you know all this stuff but then it's like no you didn't dig far enough this was a part of the culture right. and people like i think it was uh i forget who it was the the one roman emperor that that converted and then converted everybody what they basically were trying to do was saying okay this is a part of your culture now we're going to introduce christianity in a way that makes sense to you in the context of what you're already doing. And right, so a variation of what was already in place. But yeah, yeah I mean, that's so, often where religions and, and belief systems come from. It's it's usually not just com- completely from scratch. They usually come from ideas that were already existing. So a lot of people will, you know, be like, oh nobody really knows when Jesus was born. It wasn't December twenty fifth. Yeah, absolutely. But right. then when you start digging into the history and like we're talking about these these pagan traditions and the other things that kind of go along with it it's like okay that makes sense this isn't like uh oh well it's a you know you're you're secretly worshiping the devil because you celebrate christmas and santa's coming down the the chimney no it's not not necessarily that's not (laughs) you're you're going way too far with that and it's not evil based it doesn't necessarily mean you have bad intentions or you look at things darkly it's just a different belief system Mm mm-hmm so, yeah, but, so um, yeah, yeah. So, and again, it's just, it's just all part of that. I mean, you, you touched on it already. I mean, um, 
you know, Norse God and the son of a, you know, there's just a lot of things that kind of, yeah, you know, especially it just seems like this time of year, the, the, I don't know why, but I just, I just picture Germany as having a very rich history of Christian or um, Christmas traditions, you know, and, and kind of like where a lot of that came from. Yeah. So, and, and, and not to mention that, I mean, what we view as Christmas right now, that's all, that's like within the last 200 years, if yeah. that, not even, um, during Christmas, <laughs> fun little fact for you during Christmas, the reason why George Washington was able to have the victory at, uh, not Valley Forge, maybe it was Valley Forge. He went across the river. I know on Christmas right. Eve, the Delaware. The Delaware, when he when he crossed the Delaware and the reason why he was able to have that victory, those were Germanic, um, uh, basically mercenaries. And they were celebrating Christmas by getting blackout drunk. Sure. Because that's how they did it. Well, there wasn't like this big, like family friendly event. And so he knew that. And yeah, I guess I did them basically because they were drunk and passed right. out that morning. So which makes sense because we're Wisconsinites and many of us here, including myself, I'm half German, and right. we we are known to be able to handle our alcohol pretty well. So it kind of makes sense. Yeah. Right up so, our alley. Anyways, a little bit of a it's a sidestep and not much of a uh, as a detour, uh, you know, trajectory as we we normally go on. But right. Anyways, it's interesting we, though. So the two movies we're going to be call, co- covering today are uh, Krampus and A Christmas Horror Story. And, and from what I could tell, those two were at least in the top five, I think, for mo- highly rated Krampus-related movies. So there's definitely one that comes out the winner between those two, and we'll talk yes. about that. <laughs> but... Um, but yeah, so Mickey, before we get any further, again, like I said, this is a full episode. We are going to, we are going to, you know, try to, you know, I- expand upon things and, and go through a couple more things than we n- normally do on a shorty. What do we got for in the news or what's some, some recent uh, uh, happenings, so to speak? Well, since, since it's been a while since we did a full episode, there's been quite a bit. So I guess I'll, I'll run through it and I'll try to do it fairly quickly. But when we want to stop and talk about it, we obviously will. First of all, uh, the Discovery boss, David Zaslov, uh, it's rumored, it's been said that he asked Kevin Feige if he would run the DC universe. Yeah. So they're looking to finally learn from what Marvel has done and, and, and capitalize on it. But apparently Feige declined because he didn't want all that responsibility. But so, and I, I think I have a note later on that says they're, they're finally starting to, um, realize that all these these movies need to be you know put together in a, in a line and as one storyline so now correct me if that. i'm wrong but i do believe james gunn filled that role then uh i'm not sure or a version he... of that role i know he's he's definitely like he's obviously working for marvel and he's and he's finishing up some projects there but he is from what I understand now, James Gunn is like the the, the Kevin Feige of I think DC. I, I mentioned I don't remember if it was James Gunn or not, but they they do have someone in place to hold that position to to try to do the things that Kevin Feige has done. I meant you're probably right; it is James Gunn. I couldn't remember the name, but we talked about that in the last full episode. So. Okay, yeah, yep. Um, speaking okay. of James Gunn, uh, he revealed that. Um, there's been conversations about Marvel and DC with the Marvel and DC heads um, about a crossover movie. That would be kind of cool. Yeah, and I think that this would be a good opportunity to do that since you have somebody who's been involved now in both, right? In both playgrounds, sandbox, so to speak. Like he's, he's done the Marvel stuff, he's done the DC stuff. Like if anybody is going to bring together this super colossal DC versus Marvel. Uh, movie and then really I think it would end up being a trilogy of movies because there's no way they could get away with just a single you know um, there's just a lot but so I I think that I think that can happen Um, for those of you I'm not a super super actual physical comic book nerd I haven't read a lot of physical comic books but they did do this 
I want to say it was like in the 90s, they tried it out where they actually did do a crossover. So there is some basis behind it. It's not like, it's just like, oh, this would be cool if they did this. There is a basis behind it. I think that at that time, it didn't, it wasn't successful. And there was like a lot of like, you know, surprise, surprise, like egos getting in the way of like actual progress of the comic book. So I think, yeah, it, it, it would, it would have to be a little bit of a special situation, but I think they could do it. Yeah, I think it'd be cool. If nothing else, just to experiment with it. Yeah. Uh, so going further in the news, The Witcher, the series on Netflix, right? Yes. Is re- returning for season four. Yes, and it's not going to be... Um, it's not going to be... Uh, What's-his-face anymore? The main guy is... Uh, I, I don't know much about that show. Yeah, so uh, one of the Hemingsworth brothers, I think the younger brother, he's going to be taking up the the sword so to speak um so that i know people were or upset about that because it's it's a recast you know so but uh this some of this stuff is a little uh, uh, kind of outdated now but a uh, christmas story christmas uh started streaming on hbo max on november 17th uh it's i've heard that's pretty good i haven't had a chance to watch it yet okay as usual, it doesn't live up to the original, but it's it's worth right. watching. Yeah. Sequels don't usually. Um, director of Falcon and the Winter Soldier brings us Cleopatra starring Gal Gadot. That's another movie that will be coming out next year. Oh, yeah. yeah. Transformers Rise of the Beasts will be released June 9th of 2023 and is the first of three new installments that will be coming out for the Transformers. They just keep going and going with those. Yeah, and, and that one, I think, in particular for me is just interesting because I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't in the the time or, like, the generation of, like, the original Transformers, but I definitely watched the Beast Wars Transformers, and I remember vividly watching those, those shows, which is, like, what this, this, these movies will be based off of. It's, like, it's a Transformer, but it's, like, uh, animal instead of a robe or like a, a vehicle or something. So oh, right. like the Dinobots or something. Yeah, exactly. It's like yeah, it's like Dinobots and something else instead of Decepticons and Autobots or something. Yeah, I'm I'm sure the cinematography will be as awesome as always. Right. So right. something that I'm really excited about: The Mandalorian season three comes out February 22nd, or actually it was supposed to be February 22nd. Now it's March 1st of next year. So. Okay. Can't wait for that. Yeah. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. This is kind of outdated. Was came out on November twenty fourth, twenty twenty two, which that was pretty decent. Kind of, kind of cheeky and funny, but it was cute and worth watching at least once. Yeah. Right. And I, I, I started watching. I never. I just my life is so crazy right. that I turmoil. can't always sit down and watch. Uh, not turmoil necessarily, but it's definitely like. You try to watch something and it's like, oh my god, somebody just puked all over the bed. We gotta <laughs> do something about this now. So there's 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 that part of part of it. But yeah, it, I think if they were gonna do a holiday special, the Guardians of the Galaxy is the perfect one to do it in. You know? Right, so. and it was pretty decent. I mean, I like you say, it's not something I gotta watch a lot, but it was it was worth seeing once. Yeah. Uh, so right. speaking of one of my favorite movies, Deadpool three is going to feature Owen Wilson's Mobius character. Yeah, and this just goes back to tying everything together, like you, you know, that DC's gotta gotta get on on board with is, I think that the only way that you bring Hugh Jackman's Wolverine and Ryan Reynolds' Deadpool into the MCU is by a multiverse, the Timekeepers, you know, whatever that's the only way you can do it. Like it, it doesn't make sense any other way. Right. So that they're starting to introduce this stuff so they can bring it all together. Right. Right. Uh, totally off that subject. John wick chapter four will be in theaters March 24th of 2023. That's another, another great, great trilogy already. And yeah, I've um, never watched those, but I've, I've been told time and again that they're really good movies. Yeah. They're, they're, um, they're shoot 'em ups. I mean, it's a, it's a modern, you know, western type situation where you know taken or you know that in the same vein but 
yeah, it's a it's a fun movie. They're they're fun movies to watch for sure. And Keanu Reeves is really good in it. I've been told, right? Yeah, he um he plays the part really well, and he's just you know he he kind of he took what he learned in the Matrix and and applied it here, so to speak. So. Sure. Another actress I really like because she's just kind of dark and twisted and real sarcastic. Aubrey Plaza will be starring as Agatha Coven. Yeah, that's a series coming to Disney Plus. That's a that's a chef's kiss of casting right there. I love her. I tell you what, because I feel like she's she just she she actually my my wife and I are are starting to watch that Wednesday uh, spinoff. I just you you have been watching it, okay. I'm through episode five already, and I just a uh, couple of people we used to work with have told me about it. Reed and Don both, both. Uh, well, Reed, Reed's probably gonna listen to this episode. So, hey, buddy, uh, he told me he really liked it. So I, I've been kind of sucked into it, and it's it's really good. It's really well yeah. done, and it's entertaining, and it's 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 got dark side. It's kind of like Harry Potter, but it's it's like a true crime kind of detective story too. There's so much going on. It's really good. Yeah, yeah, we. Uh... We well, Mikhail is like on episode seven already, but right. I started watching it, and yeah, and, and I guess with the, just to tie it together with Aubrey Plaza, like she just feels like somebody who could play a Wednesday character, yeah. Exactly. And so, like to make that jump, jump to a witch in the MCU who's able to make jokes but also have a dark side and be like take like play the role super dry, if like anyone, she did, you she know, will nail it. Yeah, so I, yeah. I think that you're gonna have a, you're gonna have some really like just, um, you know, it, it's gonna it's gonna have a lot of chemistry between her and Agatha. All right. So. Uh this is right up your alley. Um, the voice of Batman, Kevin Conroy, passed away not long ago, so that's kind of sad. Yeah, yeah, he um, it's. If anybody doesn't know his his history and, and what he's done um, for Batman uh, in general, um, he he is as important, if not more important, than uh, Michael Keaton. Um, his contribution to that character is is above and beyond anything that. Yeah, I, I just can't say enough about the guy. He, um, there's people that that actually say that his voice acting as the animated series in the in the Batman animated series, this is va- their favorite version of Batman. Like even like compared to the live action versions. So, um, yeah, no, it's it's sad. I think there Big was loss. there was a project that he was a part of just recently, and they like did a tribute because they were like in post-production at this point. I forget what it was. There was something, it might've been a, a video game or something. Cause he, he did a lot of the, he did all the Arkham, Arkham Knight video games. Okay. He voiced, voiced all them. And yeah. So anyways, yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely a sad, big, loss. sad situation. Yeah. So, so I've, I've kind of what we alluded to before Warner brothers promises that there will be a single DC universe going forward. Uh, right trying to mimic the marvel that's that's awesome to hear and uh, it it does sound like they're going to be going forward with uh, a flash movie i don't know what that's going to look like and how that will you know play out but that i think will allow for a lot more flexibility in terms of a multi-universe like we have talked about before sure so uh, speaking of rumors mcu's fantastic four reboot is going to introduce the dr doom character yeah right and you you haven't seen the new um the new wakanda forever movie have you nope i still gotta watch thor love and thunder yet okay because they thought i thought that they and i haven't seen the new wakanda movie but they they said something about they thought he was going to be introduced and i think it was just kind of like a false rumor type situation but I don't know. I haven't seen the end credit scene, so hopefully I'm not spoiling something for somebody. Because, yeah, it it they they were gonna there's something they were, they like touched on it or like I just saw some rumblings about like oh he was gonna be in the new Wakanda movie and then he he wasn't or I don't know. So anyways, is that is that gonna be coming to streaming soon? Do you know? I don't Wakanda. know. I'd have to I'd have to look. I know it, they have like a pattern of like timeline of when 
like when Thor, one of them thunder came out and all that. So I'd, I'd have to look. Cause yeah, at this point I don't really feel, don't feel like going to the movie theater to watch it, but I definitely right. want to see it because oh, yeah, I know I it's, it's been, uh, it's, it's, it's gotten some good reviews. So. Oh, right. I like the other black Panther movie. So I think I'll like this, uh, yeah. more, more MCU stuff. Bob Odenkirk, who's in everything. The guy's been around forever, but better known as better call Saul and mm-hmm. he was in breaking bad. He will be, he might be, there's talks that he'll land an MCU role himself. So that'd be cool okay. to see him in the, in the universe. I think his, one of his more recent movies was nobody. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. That guy's everywhere. He's been a writer. He was writer for Letterman. He's been everywhere, but now he's in front of the camera a lot. So, hmm. uh, more, more Marvel stuff. Shang-Chi sequels, Shang-Chi and the wrecking wreckage of time. Uh, that's going to be, I think, released sometime next year or the next year or two. Okay. So just another another hmm. movie for them. And as, as we already spoke of John Wick, there's a spinoff called Ballerina, which will be coming out in 2023 also. Yeah, that'll... About that. I, I didn't dig into it too much, but for what it sounds like, it's a it's a female lead who's in that same um like assassin universe type situation Same it's kind, kind of, of character then huh? yeah a younger female lead though instead of like a you know older established the john wick version it's like a it's going to be like a younger you know maybe just introduced or or you know at the beginning of her career as the you know this assassin sure so uh the legion of superheroes movie trailer was released that looks pretty interesting which one is that? I can't. I, I think can't remember. That, I think that's DC, isn't it? Legion of Superheroes. I I'll have to go and look that one up because I I can't remember that. I can't even remember that. Like it, it sounds vaguely familiar, but I'll have to go look that up. Yeah, it's on our webpage as a trailer. I didn't look too far into it, but okay. it, it was a it was a cool looking trailer anyway. Oh. Uh, more Marvel stuff: Ant Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania, or Quant Quantum Mania, yeah. Yep, that'll be in theaters February seventeenth of next year. There's a lot coming out next year. I think, if I'm not mistaken, because um, we went and saw the new Avatar movie today, and that trailer was in right before the movie, and um, which would be weird if it was in the middle of the movie, Tom. I don't know yeah. why I had to specify that it was right before the movie. They don't um, do it anyways. at the end either, typically, which you know, yeah, keep people yeah. in the seats. But <laughs> Avatar's in the MCU now. Um, <laughs> But um, surprise you. I think that that's going to be the next uh, full-length movie, if not the next uh, Marvel project or uh, you know thing going on. So I I think that that's the next one we got yeah. to look forward February to. February seventeenth. That sounds about right. Right. So uh, on to Star Wars now. Uh, they new Star Wars type movie. Well, it's it's not really Star Wars, but it's a it's a movie along those lines by Zack Snyder called. Rebel Moon will be coming out next year. Also, man, there's a lot coming out next year. Yeah, that yeah, sounds that's... pretty interesting too. And it's Zack Snyder, yeah. so you know it'll be it'll be cool. Yeah, and I'd like to you know at least give it a chance to see you know what kind of you know world building they do in, right. in something like that. You know, because I feel like it's it's uh, it's it's always interesting to see that when they can pull away from just the normal stuff and right and if it's well received you'll know they'll they'll milk it and they'll make more and more of it you know yeah. could be sitting here in 50 years talking about it like we do star wars Star Wars, or... right and speaking of star wars the acolyte is coming soon it's a new series that'll be coming to disney plus soon i don't know the exact date but that looks pretty interesting too yeah i think that's yeah this year i think acolyte nick's mandalorian ahsoka and skeleton crew, I think was. Yep. I think skeleton crew. Well, skeleton crew and the new uh, Bad Batch. Like, oh yeah. All, all next year. Right. So. Yeah, that keeps getting pushed off, but I think that's in the next month or two. Actually, January maybe. Plenty of Star Wars content to cover. Right. It's yeah. Coming the MCU. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the new Super Mario Brothers movie trailer was released. We got that on our website. Yep. Yeah, it's uh. It definitely pays homage to a lot of the old video games, that's for sure. Which is cool, yeah. Uh, speaking of older stuff, that 90s show will be premiering January 19th of, you guessed it, 2023. Yeah. I'm going to work. There's so much stuff to watch next year. <laughs> Wait, can we just, is there anybody out there, I mean, 
we'll do the reverse of like the whole like Nigerian prince that's you know you got to send money to. If there's a Nigerian prince listening to our podcast, right. can you just fund us? We'll we'll do any topic that you tell us. Just give us a nice salary every year. We'll sit yeah. around, watch movies, and rate them, and do all. The, and we'll put out an episode every other day if you want us to. Why can't we be influencers? There's a lot of other people who don't offer as much as we do. Yeah, well, and well, maybe we don't have the looks that a lot of them have. Well, I I don't think that's necessarily true. I, <laughs> we are pretty good looking. There's some, there's, yeah, well, then there's not exactly the most attractive people out there either. So, you know, but all right. Um, Uh, Well, there's a, there's a few more yet. Michael B. Jordan will be joining Will Smith and I am legend Two. That looks pretty interesting. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I, and I, I mean, I don't know that we even touched about the whole Will Smith debacle, but yeah, we don't need to talk about that. It's, it's just, I'm glad that he's not, like gonna be completely canceled and never gonna do a movie again right yeah i like my big thing because like he is a good there's there's a lot obviously personally going on with him but he's i've always i've always enjoyed his movies and you know some people don't like him but i i think that he's he's a talented actor so i'm like kind of like Cruise kind of lost his mind it seems like but you still like seeing movies right exactly exactly you gotta Uh, separate that just a couple more here. Uh, new trailer for a new Indiana Jones movie called Dial- The Dial of Destiny. That'll be in theaters June 30th of next year. And one of the big things to come out of that trailer was the the de-aging technology and how well they did it for like a flashback oh, right. of him. Right, because he's getting so, up there. Yeah, so they're they're talking about like how, you know, in the solo movies, you know, and, and if Harrison Ford or, you know, if Han Solo were to come and be in, you know, the next Mandalorian season, like how they could accomplish that without, you know, the actor who played him in solo. Right. So like a little bit of that, but yeah, that's, that's part of it is like, wow, that was really good that they, you know, it, it doesn't look super cheesy and bad. Like that technology is know. awesome that they do. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, Tarkin, Tarkin seemed off in, in uh rogue one, you know, and like, when they were just kind of figuring that out. So, you know, anyways, so, so just a couple more guardians of the galaxy three will be in theaters, uh, May 5th of th- next year. So yet another yep. thing coming out. And finally, yeah, February, May, yeah. well, May, May 5th actually, but, uh, and finally the new trailer for Spider-Man across the spider verse. We had a trailer on our, on our Facebook yep. page that showed that. So and that's, yep. that catches us up. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's get into it then. Um, so like I said, we, we, we reviewed or, or watched two Krampus movies. The first one being a Christmas horror story. And I gotta be honest with you. I didn't know much. I watched the trailer going into this, but had you heard of this movie before at all, Mickey? I mean, I before have. I had sent it to you, I, I, I mean, maybe you see so many trailers and, and commercials nowadays that, and I don't think that I found all that much interest in it, but it didn't look that unfamiliar. Uh, like okay. I said, it wasn't the best movie I've ever seen, but it wasn't the worst, so it was worth watching. Uh, it was done about seven years ago in 2015. It's about an hour and 39 minutes, and it stars William Shatner. It, it actually doesn't have a rating, which is kind of weird. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's um, <laughs> it's it's an interesting movie. Um, I, I didn't, didn't write a lot of notes about it, so yeah, I mean, yeah, I, well. So I, I hadn't I hadn't been familiar with this, but what got me or like what kind of you know hooked me for this was you get to see a fight between in the in the trailer, a fight between Krampus and Santa Claus. And to me, I was like, wow, like that sounds like a really cool premise. Like, you know, Father Christmas, all that is good and, and right in the world and joyful giver and all that kind of stuff. And then, like, Krampus in their, like, hand-to-hand combat with, right. like, you know, axes and chains. And sh- so I was like, that is what, that part of it, I mean, because there were, like, other parts of the movie that kind of they touched on. And that part was what was like, this looks cool. I'm right. in. Let's it, watch it this. It seemed kind of cheesy, the whole concept of Krampus and Santa in a in a battle you know it just you don't think of that but but it was i think it was fairly well done and i 
actually that's what made me you know look on the movie a little more fondly it was how it ended and how it ended up because well let me just say this there's there's four stories being told you got right. you got william shatner doing that he's a radio jockey and he's you know kind of talking he doesn't even describe the stories but he's just kind of talking he's the, he's a common thread or whatever but uh there's there's four stories that are going on and i'll, I'll talk about those in a minute but I like how at the end it out ties them all together and it explains what's actually been happening in this weird twist that I just would never ever seen coming. But right. the four stories are, first of all, there's high school students that are investigating a mysterious murder that happened the previous Christmas. Yep. The second story that's going on. And like you say, they go back and forth between these stories as they, as they move along. A couple notices that their young boy is acting strangely, uh, after a snowy forest trip to find a, a Christmas tree, he goes missing for a little while while in the woods and, and he comes back, turns out he ends up being a changeling. Yep. So, yeah. And then the, the third story is one family was stalked through winter wonderland by Krampus. And the fourth and final story is, as you alluded to at the North pole, Santa is finding himself having to deal with zombie elves, you know, right. Typical everyday stuff. Uh, and it, <laughs> <laughs> I, I I don't know. Maybe maybe it's just me, but when I when I was listening to like these plots develop, it <laughs> kind of reminded me. You've seen the Santa Claus, obviously, right? Mickey? Right. Yep. Yep. So you know that they how they're having that pitch in his like business or whatever in his in his uh, company where they're talking about like Santa coming through with a Panzer and like yeah. all that kind of stuff. That is what made like that's what it made it look like or like think of me. I I or the, the, maybe I'm getting my movies mixed up. Maybe it was in Scrooge where like you know so and so comes and he's like you know this Arnold Schwarzenegger character and he's coming to save Santa and Santa's like he's not coming down my chimney to like all the, you know it's so it's it's like it, it it just felt like this like almost. It, and I know they were trying to do it a serious way, but it almost right. felt like right. It, it felt like they were like if they would have just spun it just a little bit more kooky, it right. would have been like capitalize on the fact that it's going to be kind of a funny premise because it's just so goofy, super cheesy. They could have almost just been like, "F it, we're going to make this into a scary movie, movie, but like a Christmas movie." Right, you know what like I mean? A scream type movie or something, especially when you got William Shatner kind of making smart ass remarks as a radio DJ. That it kind of had that feeling anyway. So you you think they could have gone further with it, you know? Well, and I'm not even talking about like Scream. I'm talking about like the scary movie franchise. Right. You know yeah. What yeah I mean? I'm sorry. I'm yeah. Spoke. Yeah. That's yeah. So saying. like I I I <laughs> I just I don't know. It was just so like it. I mean I I don't know. Let's okay. So first of all, like you said, there's four of them. They all kind of they're they're connected but they're not really connected right and i was so, the whole time i'm watching i'm going what the hell do these have to do with it but yeah. then at the end it turns out that basically this guy's just going postal and it's a mass killing and and that's where all these stories are stemming from basically right and it, it turns out reality is not it's not santa fighting krampus he keeps he's fantasizing that he is but he's actually just killing innocent people in the middle of a mall because he's gone crazy yeah right so that's kind of twisted and dark which Again, as morbid as it sounds for me to say this, it, that what is what made it more of a redeemable movie for me, just because, oh, now I get it. It's not yeah. just these weird stories that have nothing to do with each other. It's about a crazy guy losing his mind and, and going on a mass killing spree. Right, right. And, he, and the William Shatner's character is even, like, kind of talking about it right. know, throughout the movie. Mention and like guy, yeah, right. Uh, so, but... um. But yeah, so the the one with the the high schoolers that are investigating, I guess what threw me off about that whole thing is like, okay, like I get it, like it's a you you basically took it happened on Christmas Eve. Other than that, there's really yeah. no connection to Christmas, and right, it it was, it, but it was essentially like a possession demon movie right like what you see like uh exorcism emily rose or like a you know even even like horror story asylum like is very very along those lines but what caught me about the whole thing was at the end where she just walks out and she's like i'm carrying her baby now and I'm like, what? yeah i'm yeah. like what like that, that was the whole point 
That was the whole point. Was that you had you had a one night stand with a high schooler, and now you're pregnant? And immediately, like within the same day, you're knocked up, and and the baby's gonna come out soon. And from and from a guy who's tried to have kids, let me just tell you, it doesn't necessarily happen that way. Well, you don't. You're you gotta go. You're going to the wrong sources. You gotta go to people that are possessed. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. So. Gotta, gotta, you know, be with a, a possessed woman, and then yeah, right, right. We're not gonna go there, Mickey. Stop, no. stop. No, Your wife is no. way too nice to ever be that. So yeah, yeah. it's not gonna work. Um, but uh, but yeah, it was just such a goofy, like the premise, like, far it, out. It, it, it like I guess up to the point, up to the point where they were like trapped, right. like. That, I was like, okay, okay, I get it. Like, it, it, it was engaging, whatever. But, like, as soon as they were, like, possessed and, like, that kind of thing, and, you know, they, she has sex with them, like, it just, it just got, it just got weird quick. And then Too the ending, it, the ending just didn't feel, like you said, with the other one, it just didn't feel satisfying. Like, it was right. just like, That's okay, it. so she has a baby and that's going to be the baby because the other one had an abortion and died. And it was just like, Oh, I don't know. So there was that one. And then the changeling thing, I, I, I was a little bit more interested in that one. Um, but it, it was, again, I was like, when's when's Krampus coming? Well, the crap. Yeah. The, the ending, but like, when, where's Krampus? Like, when's he coming? You know? Like that right. was that was always in the back of my mind, and like I even thought, even in the, the like high schoolers investigating the murder thing, like I was waiting for Krampus to show up because I thought that that's who killed the kids originally. Right. So like I just assumed that was all tied. And again, it was just I don't know, <laughs> just some really cheesy stuff going well, and on. The, and the ending of each story, like you said, it was like, and she ends up killing the guy who takes care of the changelings. It's like, oh, well, what's that going to lead to? And it really was nothing. Yeah. And then they <laughs> gave him, then they gave her son back. Her husband's still dead. Yeah. Like, right. uh, let's go home now. It's Christmas. Yeah, that's it. Oh, we'll just pretend everything's gone. Like, that's it. That's how this is going to end. Like, what the hell just happened? Am, am I having a stroke? <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> The the one the two that actually had Krampus in them, um, again, the we'll we'll talk about the Santa one in a minute. But the the one where the family goes and like talks to the old German aunt and like the whole th- deal with that, I thought that that was an interesting concept. I was on board with it, but again, till the very end when it was just like, oh, just if you have just malice in your heart and you're an evil person, you just turn into Krampus and kill people. It's like, uh, okay, I, I right. guess. They, well, they, we call I them serial know. killers usually. Yeah. And it's not during like, Christmas necessarily. Like, and it was just like this broken family who's, you know, bankrupt, the dad bankrupt the business. And it was like this whole deal. And it was, it was just like, more just sad like which yeah like, like i just feel bad for this family yeah you know? they weren't even necessarily i mean the mom seemed like she wasn't the a prize but yeah none, the people just made mistakes they're human beings but yeah i don't it just to, to make them to, like they're all evil which seemed a little over the top but yeah yeah oh like the dog died and it was it was little billy that killed him and i and i found yeah. out that it you know i don't know right so, right um and then the 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 main one yeah, this the ending redeemed it. It, it was just a funny if, if like it could it did a little. Yeah. Yeah, it was just a funny concept of zombie elves, you know. Right. And like my wife cuz we started watching it together and the the scene where jingle or whatever the hell the elf like cuts his like he slams his his knife or his his scissors into his hand and there's so and they're much like swearing and, and what like, i'm gonna fucking kill you santa like, <laughs> like i don't think elves i don't know yeah. i know elves aren't real but i know they don't talk like that Damn well it. and it was just like yeah and then at the end it's just a big fever dream so i don't know like i yeah. said it was it was an interesting movie i mean i'm not like disappointed i watched it, at least it the ending made it good. interesting the ending was unpredictable so it made yes. it interesting because i didn't yes. see that 
I no. was so confused by what the hell I was watching and how <laughs> anticlimactic it was that that ending was like, oh, well, that's not what I expected. So it it helped a little. Well, at then, the end. and then you're like, why? Why is William Shatner here, and what is he doing right. to be a what part of this? What does he have this? to do with anything? Yeah, it turns out he was just talking about the guy who went on a massacre, killing. Spirit. Yeah, that it was his coworker that right. said "fuck Christmas" or whatever at the yeah. beginning. So right. I I don't know. So, anyways, um, so there there's that movie. I don't know what it, it like. Apparently, it was in like the top ten of all Krampus movies, which is. I guess saying something about Krampus movies. I guess, yeah. Um, anything else you wanted to cover on a, a Christmas story, a Christmas horror story? No, I think we gave it more than it probably deserved. <laughs> um, what is it on AMC? No. Uh, yeah, AMC, I think. I think I found it on... I think I, I did a free trial of AMC+. Plus. I found it on Prime Video for 99 cents. Okay, there you go. So... <laughs> If you, if you got Free or ninety nine cents? Don't right. pay more than a dollar five with tax for this if, movie. Right? If you got any <laughs> coins in your couch and you don't know what to do with them, maybe you can go and spend it on that. Because yeah, I think I think at this point the holiday Christmas special from Star Wars might be better. Yeah. Well. So, yeah. It's, it's running. Um. So then Krampus, the movie Krampus, and I, I think that this movie just it hit a sweet spot of honoring or like indulging in the lore of Krampus himself, but also a compelling like narrative um, where there's, there's very colorful characters, some that you love to hate. And it was just, it was just a good, I, I thought it was just a all around just good movie. Um, right. And I didn't, Honestly, I couldn't tell with Adam Scott in it. I kind of figured it was going to be a comedy, but then, and it starts off with the music and all that stuff. Oh, this is a comedy, but then it does get dark, and you're like, God, this isn't really. It's it's a drama. It's kind of a horror flick too. So they a lot of genres were covered with it because it yeah. were funny parts, but it also turns into a horror flick basically at some point, you know. Well, and it's not gratuitous either. Like, no, it's not over the top. If sure. you if you so in and maybe I'm a bad parent for doing this, but so joy, joy started watching both of them with me and Krampus. She thought was really interesting. Like she just kept talking about it and like, Oh my gosh, there was a gingerbread man. And the guy went, the kid went and did, and they tried to eat it. And then he pulled him up the chimney and, and, and like, she was just super enthralled by it, but I didn't feel bad letting her watch it because it wasn't, gratuitous just kids getting their heads cut off thing. so she won't she won't have nightmares no gingerbread no. men coming to life and trying to kill her no no not at all um but the other one obviously i was like all right we're done with this you can't can't keep watching this one yeah um, well just to save her sanity because i mean it wasn't a great movie why put right. your daughter through that if you actually love her you know right but like so from that aspect like i said i think it in and sometimes I think it's it's warranted. I think that the gruesome death scenes in horror movies are definitely I think they, they need to happen in a certain respect. This was not that, and I think it 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 towed that line of what what is most scary or suspenseful is the unknown. Like you don't see him until the very end. Right. You know? Yeah, they they're just building up to it. And uh, Adam Scott's mom, who's German, and she she does speak English. Turns out, but most throughout throughout the movie, she's speaking German. She uh, she like is predicting what's going on because she knows what happened because it's based on her past and what happened to her. I like I said, it, it, it kind of has a Christmas vacation, Home Alone kind of feeling at first, right? But right. then it almost had the feeling of Poltergeist by the end. So yeah, kind of cool. They cross over like that so much. Right, right. That classic. Um... You know, uh, I'm on the phone. I'm in your house. You know, kind of, kind of trope. But it, uh, it had its funny parts, like you said. I think, I think that you, you get to a point where you're like, okay, I, I understand this. I kind of get the lore of it, and like, but there's still bits and pieces that are introduced that kind of make it more interesting. And again, this movie. Okay, so first of all, there is a twist at the end. Mickey, 
what did you take that twist as being? Because I have kind of a a thought about what I think that is, but what it what would your I just want to see what your thoughts were before I kind of give my thoughts on on what the ending meant for them. Well, first you kind of end up thinking that oh. Uh, I guess the kid resolved it and everything's fine. And cause now everybody's, you know, he wakes up the next morning. It was all just a bad nightmare and everybody's fine. But then he kind of speaks of it or, or something and everybody gets a little weird and quiet. And, and then like, like they all remember it happening too. And then as they pan away, they're in a snow globe. It's like, Oh, it really did happen. He actually did capture them. They're still alive and living their lives, but they're in a little universe that he owns. In right his little store or whatever so i right. that's what i took from it it really did happen um they were all allowed to survive because they would have all been dead otherwise but now they're trapped in his little snow globe right and that's okay so good that's I, a weird ending i thought it was cool as hell though how they how they tied it all together like that and and i and i liked it because it wasn't that traditional like, it wasn't tra- easy to predict yeah well it wasn't easy to predict and then it also wasn't um like and, and there, don't get me wrong, I love like feel good ending movies and the, the main character survives and all that kind of stuff, but it wasn't your typical trope, I guess. Right, like oh, every everything it was happy ever. It after. was just it was, a, just, it was just a dream. dream. It was all yeah. a dream, you know. It, it turns and, out and, it was real. Yeah, so so I like that they they committed to it, like um, in spirited, where it was like that line of like if the sacrifice isn't real, it's not worth it basically. And like, I think that that, that they did a good job with that because yeah, they, he gets to, but, but it, what it's interesting. And especially with this Krampus character, I get the feeling and, and, and and it's a weird thought that I had while I was watching this Krampus and Santa want the same things, right? Like Krampus doesn't want you to be, a butthole Scrooge. They don't want you to have a bad attitude. They want you to have Christmas spirit. Santa rewards the good people or good kids. And Krampus punishes the naughty ones who don't have Christmas spirit, who've lost hope and faith and who are just being naughty. So yeah. Yeah. Like you said, they both want the same final result, but one's a little more uh, punishing than the other. And, and again, it's, it's more of that world building that I felt was, they 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 were able to make it not so heavy handed and like this long drawn out backstory, but you still get that glimpse of her family during World War Two and the how Krampus came to her house and killed all her family, but left her alive. And, and like it's this weird whole that it was about like, it. It's weird that it was like claymation. Almost they almost broke into like yeah. some animated story when they were telling her story. That I, I right. thought that was kind of strange, but kind of cool at the same time. Right, like they were, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> we watched. I mean, because we do every year, but we watched Christmas Vacation I watched uh, last time, week, yeah. and um, <laughs> we were. I was just commenting to Michaela about how <laughs> I'm like they do this entire like set and like routine of like an animated intro, and then it's like the rest. Like it has nothing to do with the movie. Right. Like it's like right. the rest of it is just a live action movie. So. Yeah, it's it's just kind of along those same lines where it's just yeah. like what? Like, okay, we're gonna get an animation team in here. We're going to develop this entire like basically, you know, cartoon at the beginning of the movie. And but yeah, it was it's like, like yeah. those five minute shorts that you see that have nothing to do with the actual movie you're watching when you go right. to the theater. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Pixar's done that in in you know, in the past where they do like a little animated short. So anyways, but yeah. It's uh yeah I forgot that it was like all like a, a claymation you know uh, animated, stop motion whatever animated whatever but yeah it it just added to like I guess the the richness of the plot had strength I guess is what I'm right. getting at like it wasn't just a cheap gimmick for the sake of a jump scare or something like it made sense and things tied together in a way that you know, it, it, it could have fallen apart a lot easier if they wouldn't have taken the extra time to develop those types of things. Right. Um, but, otherwise, like the, the parts that I wrote the most notes about were the gingerbread men. <laughs> yes. Me, they just seemed kind of, first of all, they kind of remind me of the gremlins movie, which is maybe possibly yeah. a Christmas movie also, but they seemed a little cheesy. 
coming to life and wrapping wrapping a chain around uh, you know around a head and trying to kill him and 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 then uh basically just the the one that was flaming and flying at the brother-in-law and eaten by the bulldog that actually made me laugh because all of a sudden he's like ready to die and then the bulldog just eats him the flaming gingerbread man like oh okay well that was easy yeah that one kind of strange well and it and it was like his bag of goodies or bag of like you know toys you know that krampus left out front so that they could bring it in and like terrorize them right the jack in the box was just like on a whole nother level yeah like like it was like that whole sequence of him just like swallowing that chick whole like (laughs) holy shit like that was just like i said just like uh almost along the lines of it like that's how that's how crazy that was right and then you had the elves come like the evil elves and that was just creepy like they can just come busting in, breaking and, through the windows, yeah, and just yeah, and then right. they steal the baby. Like I don't know. Like I said, it was just it 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 towed the line well of like just creepy horror movie and like comedy and like uh like it was just it was just a good movie. I, I, it got I think it, it got really real dark, but like you said, not so gratuitous where there's just it wasn't like a slasher film where it's like okay you, can't, you shouldn't have be watching this and because it. It still felt like they wanted it to be a family movie, which, you know, like you say, you let your you let your four year old watch it. And and it was fine because nothing was so over the top where she's going to have nightmares about it. Mickey, she watched it twice. She asked to watch it the next day. No, so it didn't freak her out. She watched it. She watched it one day last week. And then the very next day, she's like, I want to watch it again. (laughs) So, yeah, I guess it is a family movie. And like you said, it, it got real dark. For a kid who doesn't necessarily understand what's going on, it's not going to haunt them, you know? Right. There wasn't, um, and I think that's part of a good storytelling is not letting the audience see too much. Right. And leaving some of it to the imagination. Right. 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 So, kind of like some, kind of like some women I knew in college. Am I right? (laughs) So, anyways, um, but yeah, so that's that's uh, that's Krampus. Um, you know, just a a real interesting, fun. I know a lot of people have a lot of fun with Krampus. Um, the uh, I, th- I think it's, like you said, German uh, heritage that Pagan. it comes from, um, and and like the the festivals, people dress up like Krampus. So there's just a lot lot to be said about this. Like, I I, I dare I say, like a cornerstone of christmas traditions you know in in the holiday so it's it's definitely not something that's at the forefront of the western culture so to speak i mean i never heard of krampus growing up my parents were never like right be good or someone's gonna hook you with a chain and pull you up the chimney like <laughs> right. that was that was never a part of the conversation your, but your parents loved you you mean yeah that's, yeah they didn't want to yeah they didn't want to you know traumatize me for the rest of my life well and the thing is like i said i'm half german and both of my parents are half German, so I mean, I've we've got rich German ties and stuff, but I never heard about it growing up either. And I don't. It's not like we're so deep into our family heritage and stuff as a family, typically. Anyway, I mean, we've my mom. We have a book that talks about our our family line and all that stuff, but it doesn't really dominate our lives. But I don't remember ever hearing about Krampus when I was growing up. Well, even like my <laughs> grandpa. My grandpa's grandparents, they, I think, came from Germany. True. And I think it was my grandpa's grandparents, maybe great-grandparents. But anyways, like, he's never said anything to me about Krampus, you know? So you're absolutely right. Like, it was part of that, but I don't know that it, you know, until recently, you know, just hasn't been a huge, huge part of Christmas, uh, so to speak. So anyways, um, but yeah, that's... That's, uh, you know, that's Krampus. I like the whole concept of it. Like you say, I've always been interested in a pagan religion or whatever you would call it. And it's just an interesting concept. And that, like you said, that movie was really well done. I mean, it's got Adam Scott. It's got a couple other actors you'll recognize through sitcoms and stuff. But def- that one's definitely worth watching. And yeah. hey, heck, even your daughter, <laughs> you know, liked it so much she wanted to see it twice. Right. Right. I don't know. I don't know if that's a good thing or not, but. <laughs> right. <laughs> 
The fish he's biting gingerbread heads off at Christmas time, and maybe that flaming the best. gingerbreads. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I guess that's that's kind of all I've got to say about Krampus about these two movies. Um, worth watching. Don't spend too much on a Christmas horror story, but um, right. yeah, they're uh, they're they're uh, kind of just a different take on on the holiday season, and and I think you know we've we've gotten to a point where you've got your classics that you watch every year you got some of the newer stuff you know people even go and like will watch uh, you know christmas episodes of their favorite sitcoms or to be the office or uh, friends or whatever um i think this just kind of to throw into your rotation of christmas movies is definitely something to to consider if not every year at least you know maybe every other year so, well like you said yeah cuz uh, the the dark side of life has become more and more popular genre, you know, with serial killers and true crime and all that stuff. So, you know, if you want to put a little twist to a naughtier, darker side to things, yeah, these are at least the second one for sure is worth worth making a traditional movie if you want. Right. So, um, anything else, Mickey, that you wanted to say about either one of these movies? Otherwise, um, any other uh, kind of you know, what, what you've been up to lately, what you got planned for the holidays, any, any geek or pop culture related. Was it your family? Maybe it was somebody else. Do you guys go to a movie on Christmas every year? No, we usually just go to my parents and and eat a lot of junk food that tastes really good and then open presents and then, you know, go to bed early because we're all exhausted because we're old. Well, I, maybe it was somebody else, but I know that is a pretty popular thing. Like people go to the movie theater on Christmas day or Christmas Christmas oh sure, Eve or something. Tradition, so. yeah, yeah. Right. So, what about but, you? Um, so nothing, nothing too crazy. I mean, I got my Batman Christmas tree up, obviously, and we'll we'll have to do a in person um episode here soon. I'll have to leave up all my decorations so that you can you can you know take a look at them. But um, so we you know there there's that going on. Um, nothing, nothing too crazy. I mean. I, I will say this. Um, I I did. I have started actually getting into. You know, after I just said I I'm not a big comic book nerd. I have started reading the uh, Star Wars comic books, and um, some of them. Uh, there's there's cool. a ton of them. Yeah. Um, but um, there's a there's a a Vader comic line, um, and I I read through like the full compendium of it, and then like Vader down. Um, and, and the reason for that, um, there's, there's a lot of, or there's a, not a lot of, but there's a decent number of black series, uh, characters based on these, uh, the comic book versions of those characters. And so it, it just kind of piqued my interest. So I just went to the library and rented a couple of comic books and started reading through them and, and thought that it, you know, it's, it's really interesting stuff. It just, again, you know, along the same lines that the, the TV shows on Disney plus do it, like it brings more to the story of, you know, characters like, for example, the Darth Vader series that I read, it's what happened between a new hope and empire strikes back. Um, And so it's just kind of an interesting take, you know, expanding on these, these well-known characters in a way that, you know, just they can't do in the movies. Um, Is it considered Canon? Did you say? So from what I understand, I think, it's that that whole legends um oh. aspect where it could be it's been like past you know like what that guy at that um that uh that not comic collector book yeah collector yeah the the guy that we ran into there he's talking about how it's legend so it's like it could be used as canon in the future but it's like a lore or a legend that's been talked about over generations and you know may or may not be true or parts it's not of it may be true yet, but yeah right. yeah exactly so that's the way i that's the way i take it as like a lot of these come but it doesn't take away from it it's still very very interesting material to cover um uh so there's that and then um yeah there, other than that i mean just kind of some more of my you know customizing certain things and haven't been doing a whole lot of 3d printing um yeah so just kind of yeah. It's a busy time of year, so yeah, and that's on, that's part of it. All that interesting, right? And and you know, and it's it's just busy, you know, regardless. So especially this time of year, getting ready for the big Christmas, and when you got little kids and everything, and you're trying to, you know, 
Santa has been FaceTimed a couple times now. So <laughs> we, we've had to call Santa a couple times. So it's cool you have those connections, man. Yeah, I know, right? I mean, I wish I could call Krampus, but yeah, that might turn ugly, though. It's probably better if you don't. Right. Right. Yeah. And she will have nightmares then. Yeah. Right. So, but, anyways, um, but yeah, I think that's, that's kind of it. I, I'm trying to think. I'm sure there's more things that I'm not mentioning, but yeah, as far as like, what I'm involved with right now, it's kind of, kind of some of my focus or most of my focus. So, um, right. But yeah. So as we, as we always like to say, getting old is mandatory, but growing up is optional. Thanks guys. (laughs) What kind of creepy person do you have at the end of your show now?